This is the Hour of Power with Ben and Courtney. Welcome back, guys. Here we are for another episode. We have a special guest with us, Sam. We are in California, and Sam, we met through some friends, and Sam's got some interesting stories. We caught up with you the other day, Sam, Mm -hmm. and we had an interesting conversation. Yeah. That's why you are here, to relay the stories that came out in that conversation. And I want to preface this podcast with a conversation that we obviously had. The background of it was... And some of you guys listening might have already seen this online. I think it was huge over TikTok. I didn't really see it on Instagram. But you might have seen the UFO sightings and the alien sightings in Las Vegas. Now, that was massive over TikTok. Like, I found out pretty much, would have it happened maybe, was it like a month ago? I think. No, I think it was like in the last week. Oh, it definitely was in the last week. Yeah, I think so. Okay, see, the algorithm in Instagram doesn't work the same as it does on TikTok, but... Yeah, there you go. Okay, so basically, if you have not seen it on the actual national television news here in USA, because Australia would never show that. So basically what happened was there was camera footage of the police car, and I think it was either their actual car footage or it was the actual body cam. I think it was the body cam. Okay, it was the body cam of the police officer. There's just so many videos that have been viral on the TikTok. So the body cam actually caught... The whole ball of light flying through the sky in Las Vegas. Do you know what suburb it was in Las Vegas? No, I don't. So the ball of light was traveling through the sky. This is nighttime. They've caught the whole thing, and you can actually hear the crash where the ball of light lands somewhere, maybe like a few suburbs over. And then there's footage that's now come out with the two families from two separate households that have filmed the alien species in kind of their driveway, courtyard, back area. It's gone viral. There are so many video clips of it. I've shown Ben so many times we've been sitting down like, look, look, see (laughs) see the outline? And it's so hard to actually capture anything like that at nighttime anyway because, you know, the phone, our iPhones can only capture what low footage anyway. But you can actually see the outlines and some movement. And it's crazy. So we actually had this conversation while we're having coffee and then Sam brought up his experience with aliens and UFOs And I was gobsmacked. Sam, tell us what happened with you. It was Vegas, right? No. um, Me and my friends, we were coming back home uh, from the mountains. I lived, I was living in L.A. at the time. But, yeah, we were coming back home and we were on the highway. We all saw this. And that was, like, that, that was the thing. And we just saw this ball of light. And it looked like it was just flying straight down at a 90 just like straight down from the sky and it didn't look like it was falling but like actually flying down and then we saw it split into three balls of light and then at some point it did just like a really sharp 90 degree turn and it kind of like the three balls like spiraled as they did it I don't really know how to explain it but yeah and then we just saw them just fly off over the mountains. Come back. Exactly. Don't Come leave back. Us. <laughs> Tell us. Enlighten me. <laughs> Teach us. <laughs> All right, let me recap on that. So you were driving towards where? Driving back home to LA from the mountains. So and what, what were you doing in the mountains, Sam? We were there for a men's retreat. <laughs> okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta clarify this. Gotta clarify this. 
All right, so you are driving back. Is this a certain highway? Is it Route 66? If I remember correctly, it was probably, it was either the 134 or the 210, I think. Okay, and the light you've seen has come down from the sky, Mm -hmm. so high up in the sky. Mm -hmm. And then before it hits the ground, or is it still further up in the sky? No, so when it did like this like 90 degree turn, it was still up in the sky, but it was like lower flying, if that makes sense. But it was still like up there, like kind of like where you would see birds flying, like at that height. And how far away were you, do you reckon, from the ball of light? Like, it could have been a few streets over worth of distance. Do you, did you get any feelings while you're watching this? Like, it's how many people are, are in the car at this time? Um, I want to say about four or five of us. So all of you saw it at the same time? Mm-hmm. And what time of the night? I want to say around anywhere between like five or six. So twilight. Yeah. Sun's going down. Mm-hmm. But still like light, you know, mm. still light out a it's bit. It's prime time for balls of light. Exactly. Alien activity. Yeah. They knew. Twilight. It's always when it happens. So the contrast between the light of these unidentified spacecraft compared to the remaining twilight like you could obviously see a high contrast between the lighting like the ball of light was like brighter than what the rest of the remaining of the sunlight oh yeah yeah i mean it was yeah it was just like a ball of light like i don't know it stood out like obviously like oh shoot like there's a ball of light just fall, you know like flying down right now and basically when you're looking at it, it it you just rule out that it could be any other aircraft just the way it was maneuvering not even just the way that it was maneuvering, just the way that it looked. Because usually, like, man-made aircrafts, like, they'll have, like, other lights or, like, blinking lights, you know, like, blue lights, red, you know, stuff like that. This was just a ball of light. You know, wow, that's what yeah. it looked like. And then, you know, we just saw it. And, like, it didn't look like it was just falling, but it was intentionally flying down. Mm-hmm. And then we saw it split into, you know, so it was three. And it was the Dragon Balls. It was the Dragon Balls. That's what makes me think immediately. (laughs) No, yeah, for sure. I mean, we joke around about it, but at the end of the day, it's it's a little bit, I don't know, freaky, like a little bit scary because, you know, you're watching that play out and you're thinking to yourself, all right, let's check the time on the dashboard. Have we lost time? Like, you're thinking, like, all these kind of things. Like, what what else, you know? Like, because I've heard other encounters, and I've actually done my own stories on the old tickety-tock. Mm. And, um, <laughs> Is that what we call it? The old it? tickety-tock. Ah, the old tickety-tock. <laughs> but I've done my own kind of – I've had my own situations. I've told stories on TikTok, and some people have seen that and basically asked more questions, and that's how I've got this whole situation on TikTok on my profile going on because – I am addressing not just aliens, but things that people probably haven't actually acknowledged, I think, in the front of their mind that this is happening to me in the night or this is happening to me like sleep paralysis or you can feel pressure on your body or like just anything that's just not, we don't have like a flesh response for. Does that make sense? It's more like, you know, it's like a supernatural experience. And I'm finding that so many people on TikTok and social media, specifically TikTok, not Instagram, they're having these these responses where they're coming back with their own situations and want to know answers that they've kind of like buried it down. 
and haven't actually fully acknowledged it. And I feel like there's so much freedom in talking about this is what I've experienced. Whether or not people are going to believe it or not, this is still what happened to me. And so my next question to you is, you had that happen to you. What age, what year was that? I want to say it was somewhere between like 2014, 16, like somewhere around there. Did you lose track of time after the event? Yep. Yep. Forgot what year it was. You went missing for a year. Yeah. Exactly. We all were abducted. Men's retreat. And we didn't actually ever leave the mountains. <laughs> no, we're still there. No, but for real. So it was about 2014. So you would have been, what, early 20s? Yeah, early 20s. I'm 30 now. Can't do the math. Right. So like early 20s. Okay, so you've had that situation happen. That was what you'd probably class a first encounter of with an unidentified object, first encounters of the close, or close encounters of the first kind. Sure. Have you ever had any other situations, supernatural situations that have happened preceding that event or maybe even after that event? And can you go into it? Yeah. So it all started, I think I was around like late middle school, early high school age. Yeah, I, it started when I went to Chicago for my cousin's wedding. And we flew in, it was probably around like three or four in the afternoon. So very light out. We went to our, uh, my aunt's house. And when we got there, I decided to just lay down on like one of the beds. So I went into the bedroom that my mom and my aunt were just like talking and hanging in. And I laid down there. And the moment I laid down, I could not move. What, why are you smiling about it? <laughs> I'm just that. No, it's he just says like while smiling happily, <laughs> gleefully. Was there a punchline we're waiting for? No, oh, like, I couldn't move. And just made I me don't laugh. know. It's just fun to talk about. <laughs> okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, like I couldn't, I couldn't move, and I was like, "Yo, what's happening?" And in I, your head. Yeah, in my head, I couldn't speak. Right. Like I literally could not move, couldn't speak. I tried getting my mom and my aunt's attention, but I couldn't. Wait, and, how far away were they from you? Oh, they were literally just, like, at the foot of the bed, just, like, talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even, like, really tired or anything. You know, just, like, kind of how you feel after a plane flight, like, you know. Yeah, so I couldn't move, and I was just, like, moving my eyes, like, really trying to get their attention with my eyes somehow. And then after, like, 20, 30 seconds, I I was able to move again. Uh, What was really weird was every time I laid down on that trip, like no matter the time of day, no matter if it was a bed or a bench or like whatever, I would always, like that would always happen to me. I wouldn't be able to move. And For the whole Chicago trip? Yeah, it just happened like during the whole trip, yeah. And this is the first time in your life you've experienced this. Like you wouldn't even say it's sleep paralysis, it's just general paralysis. Paralysis, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I would always be wide awake. And then, you know, just throughout the however many years, like, it would just keep happening at different points. Not, like, very regularly, but, like, here and there. But, yeah, there was a progression. You know, it started out where I just wouldn't be able to move at first. And then after that, I would feel, I started to feel pressure at different parts of my body and just, like, holding me down. And after that, I started to feel actual, like, hands holding me down and just, like, pressing down on me. What was the time frame of this, these progressions? So you first had it Chicago, what year? Um, Chicago, I mean, that was, again, like, 
around late middle school, early high school. Okay, so 2006, um, 2005. Yeah, like 6, 7, 8, like 2006, 7, 8. Around then. <laughs> yeah, then. just like yeah, somewhere know. around then. Um, and but, what was the time frame between, all right, it's just pressure on my body to the point where now I'm feeling hands, like what, a few mm-hmm. months? Oh, yeah, like with like a few months worth. Like the progressions kind of happened like months at a time, I would I would say. And it just happened throughout mostly like my high school, like that time frame. Were you experiencing nightmares? Mm-mm, not that I could remember. So what part of you in this time is thinking, like, do I put up with this? Do I tolerate this? Like, what was your thinking around that? Should I tell somebody? And did you tell your parents? Because this is happening in your parents' house, right? You're a teenager. Yeah. I didn't tell my parents, or at least I don't remember if I did. Um, And the reason being, uh, we just have, there's just a language barrier, you know, between my parents and I. Just so naturally, they're not usually the first people that I go to to talk about different things. What about friends? Maybe they would have given you an answer. Maybe they were like, oh, yeah, that's Bruce. He likes to touch everyone in the house. <laughs> Gives people massages. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I uh, an answer. We don't want to play it down the, yeah, yeah, it's the a, experience. The but experience, sorry. Yeah. Were there other friends that you had? Because Las Vegas... There's some serious spiritual activity going on there, a lot of stories that I've heard. Yeah, sure. So were your friends experiencing anything like this? Yeah, um, I had a few friends that experienced uh, similar things. I don't remember in detail what their experiences were, so I wouldn't be able to do justice. But just certain details that I remember, one of my friends, when they would experience sleep paralysis, they also saw someone like sitting on their bed um, just like watching them or something how would you class that how would you class what a person that they knew like a familiar spirit no no just like goblin looking alien creature that is not it's obviously not flesh I honestly can't remember how they described what the being looked like I just remember them saying like yeah like I saw you know like someone sitting like next to my bed while it was happening, or I saw someone, you know, like standing on the other side of the room, you know, stuff like that. Beyond that, I don't really remember. Did details. you say that were, there were, were there multiple accounts of different people having similar sort of scenarios in terms of like the variables were the same? Like, hey, yeah, like I would, I've also got, I've also seen these entities. Um, I would say at least like two, three of my friends, we all, talked about like our experiences and yeah they talked about having similar experiences and stuff and we would just kind of share like oh well, this was my experience and like oh like this is my experience and yeah. Did you see any common thread between you and your friends like I talk about closing spiritual gates on TikTok I've done those videos and it seems to me that there's like common threads to people's experiences and similar experiences like people who go under hypnosis and hypnotherapy they see the men in black they just see them towering over them or they have lucid dreams. What was for you... Were there any patterns? Was there something you guys were involved in? Like people talk about Ouija boards and if you think back. I'm, I'm just I'm just asking. I'm not saying... Not that I could, you know, decipher. Uh, I didn't notice any kind of pattern or anything. And at that age, we weren't really thinking like that either. We were just kind of sharing cool 
you know, stories like, you know, like this happened to me. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're yeah, investigating. Like, yeah. Um, we weren't really looking into it much beyond that. Okay, so going back to the timeline, mm-hmm. you are progressing as a teenager. Now these experiences are also progressing as well. Yeah. So not just pressure on your body, it's now hands, mm-hmm. and then you start to see things. But also around along that timeline um, where I felt hands holding me down too, like I also started to feel I would experience someone trying to like pull me down my bed you know, like I would just like feel like like hands around my ankles and then just like a gentle like tug and sometimes like more like aggressive and I would like kind of like, you know, like fight against it and stuff like that. So I've experienced that too. Um, but there was only one instance um, where I saw like a face in that particular night. Yeah, I was just like laying in bed and um, I was just like watching my ceiling fan going and then I just saw this face appear in front of me and it was like white transparent the eyes were blacked out the mouth was blacked out and it was speaking to me in like a really mocky tone in a language that I couldn't understand after it was done speaking um, I heard these really high-pitched screams on both sides of my ear even felt like my ears like vibrating from it and like felt the breath you know of the like whatever they were just like screaming into my ears it wasn't something you were just visually experiencing you're also getting like other senses are involved so that sort of adds to yeah okay this like maybe legitimizes it or makes it seem more like okay i'm not just seeing something here mm-hmm. was not that just what, feeling yeah it was it. Yeah, yeah was that sort of going through your mind or is that like, what's happening in that process so you're just sort of like observing and going like oh okay <laughs> i mean i would say like scary aren't you scared yeah, <laughs> aren't you a little bit rattled at that point because i knew like oh like this is you know like demonic forces trying to intimidate me like i just kind of had that assurance like i wasn't ever really scared of these experiences i would say i would get like a huge adrenaline rush afterwards you know as far as fear goes, I wouldn't say that that I really experienced it. But you definitely could decipher the fact that they were not good. You, you, oh, you yeah. never left the experiences feeling positive, happy, affirmed, joyful. Yeah. You left it. What were kind of the, the words that you would describe leaving those experiences? It never really felt deep. Like I just had an adrenaline rush after and then I just went to bed. Is this because at that point you've like there's been a fair few experiences, like it's become a bit more normal or like yeah. routine in your life, so it's not as... Mm-hmm. Like, especially uh, when it first started, you know, like when, it was, when I was in Chicago, like it already was happening so frequently, like just not being able to move whenever I laid down. I don't know, I feel like maybe I just kind of got used to it. Obviously, like when it first was happening, there was a sense of like, yo, like what's happening? Like this is mm. weird, like stuff like that. And the change in destination, that didn't change, like, the frequency or have any relationship to, like, whether or not you received those, what do you call them? Uh, Experiences. Yeah. yeah. Let's just take it to a different notch here because... Yeah, sure. Do you feel that their goal or agenda, these dark spiritual entities, we'll class them as dark spiritual entities, we wouldn't say that they were good based on what mm-hmm. you described to us, 
What do you think their full agenda or goal is? Is it for you to just get to a place where you're accepting all these experiences? Then what? The experiences keep climaxing. Yeah. Where's it Then going? what? Because it just it doesn't seem like it's just like hits a plateau or it stops. I mean, I don't know. Like I feel like the goal, if anything, whatever their goal was they didn't like succeed you know like I feel like it was really just scare tactics like trying to you know intimidate me scare me it didn't work there was one instance though I will say where I was scared uh that was when I felt pressure around my throat and I couldn't breathe and it probably lasted for like 30 seconds but what did you do in that scenario what happened I mean, you know, I'm not being, I'm not able to move <laughs> as it is. So like, I really didn't do much, but just kind of waited it out. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, like praying to God, you know, like saying Jesus's name and stuff like that. But immediately after I hopped on the computer and I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember AIM, AOL Instant Messenger? No, just me. Okay. Wow. So I, <laughs> does that predate MSN? <laughs> I think it's around the same, same time okay, frame, time yeah, frame. yeah, because I had both. I mostly used AIM, AOL Instant Messenger, and I hopped on to see if anyone was online, and one of my best friends was, so I was like, yo, bro, like, I'm actually really scared right now, <laughs> can we talk? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he stood up with me for a little bit, and, yeah, we just chatted, and I went back to bed. And then it's kind of been downhill. The experiences have decreased. Yeah. Since, at, since you're young. <laughs> just, just clarify downhill, yeah. <laughs> since your young adolescent years have the experiences decreased in number and the intensity, what, where is that at? Yeah, they've definitely decreased. Uh, I would say, if anything, I would have certain experiences like once or twice a year maybe, but they never feel like anywhere as near intense or drastic, if that's a good way to put it, um, as, you know, like the progressions that I experienced in high school. Okay. I'm going to ask a random question. Yeah, sure. Just popped into my mind. Do you watch horror films? Yeah. What kind of horror films? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? As in like you're a horror film buff, like you really enjoy... Um, like maybe like a like a year or two ago, I would say that more recently, not as much, just because I don't know. Like you can only watch so many. It's it's all yeah. the same thing. Right? Yeah, it's all very <laughs> relatively the same. So, what kind of horror films? Like, just give us a list of ten horror films that you've watched tens, in general tens in number. your lifetime. Yeah, ten's, ten's a lot, tens but lot. Um, five, <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the Conjuring series, uh, Hereditary. How many are movies are there in the Conjuring series? Uh, there are like the three Conjuring movies, but they also have like there's like a Conjuring verse, you know. Oh, so right. there's like movies, like spinoff movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so I've I've seen a lot of those. Okay, next random question. Yeah. Do you think that any of those movies, horror films, are linked to these experiences? Yeah, no, because at the time when it all started, like, horror movies wasn't really on my radar. Do you think they might have led you into an interest into horror movies? No, actually, yeah. Um, Like, having had those, you know, like, demonic encounters, I would say that, like, it definitely, you know, led me to be interested 
and like, oh, like I wonder how movies depict, you know, the, the experiences that I had. Sorry, Sam, I'm going to cut this because we're about to run out of time for this session. So we're oh, going to sure. come back for session two. Thank you.